Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 210. That's 210. It is the ENS Wolves Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah, uh, from Liverpool. That's Liverpool. And clicking away very loud on some kind of uh, desktop, I think from from Warwick or, or wherever we could be, it's Mr. Liam Keane. Liam Keane, <laughs> come in. Come in, please. I wish I had a desktop and a nice setup, but unfortunately, it's uh, it's just not the case. Was well, I even what? clicking loud then? Oh, there the guy was. Mate, you're quick clicking v loud, v loud. <laughs> um, since you've kept me waiting this morning already, I've got my Whoa. checkout. My checkout time is um, is twelve o'clock at the Radisson Blue International in Liverpool Waterfront, and uh, and um, I'm hoping that I don't get a knock at the door. But if I do, it's all good, mate. It's all good. I'll be honest. I'm a little bit annoyed. What space don't you know? No, well, not, <laughs> not, not, not that as such. Um, so I've woken up this morning and, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, the Express and Star budget isn't maybe what it used to be back in the heyday of things, you know, when we used to send... Do you know, did you know this? When, when, we go. When they were, make, they were making a lot of money, they used to send people to golf tournament the masters to cover the pga they used to fly people out i mean that was the old heyday the old the old the old when when print used to make a load of money i mean they used to go everywhere now it's you've got 60 quid to find a hotel all the best basically you so, know i i will not get a hotel if my life depends on it you will what not get a hotel no you know every opportunity you're you know you're living it up you're going out Drinking to all hours of the missing spears. Wow! You know, I'm doing I'm doing trips to Carlisle in League Two, <laughs> and I'm driving back the same day. I'm doing eight hours of driving uh, in one day. You know, mate, that's that's what mate. That, that's what you get covering small soul, mate. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> no, not um, any of that. It's uh, you know, it's, it, it's it's difficult. Look, you know. When 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 you do your little video, mate, at the end of uh, Everton, and I have to come and find you in your car park because you know oh, you're too big, go. you're too big time to come in, back into the stadium to, to record with me, and then you drive off. People still have to do some editing, mate. There's a, there's a lot of things that have to happen. There's a lot of magic that happens on in the editing studio that I can't ju- I can't just do in a car. You've got to get some Wi-Fi signal. So you know I did it with maybe a glass of red wine last night. Um, we, uh, we got it out yeah. at about half eleven. Uh, I mean, I had to get some fresh air. Uh, you know, Spears, Spears somehow was staying in the same hotel. We had to we had to walk to uh, to Concert Square because that was you know the only place that that would that would give us a, a couple of glasses of water. And uh, you know there was there was probably five or six thousand students there. So you know it was it was a lucky coincidence. Um, we we had a couple of glasses. Uh, we talked a little bit about wolves. We talked a little bit about. How old we were feeling in the in the in the said environment on a Wednesday night at you know, <laughs> midnight and uh, and we were, and I was in bed to be honest I was in bed for one one fifteen I had a couple of gin and tonics it was very nice it was very civilized it was not messy and uh, yeah you know you were I've in got pop to world, pre- weren't you pop uh, mate I tell you what I don't mind a bit of pop world mate I don't mind a little bit of entrance I don't mind a little bit of ace of bass you know at 2am I'm all for that but I've had a few nights this- in that Liverpool pop world I tell you oh, uh, a oh. few nights in there oh mate you can't be you can't be a bit <laughs> cheap and cheerful but you know you know you know I had, I had a podcast to do today like I said I thought I was going to be doing it earlier than this uh, but, but <laughs> oh, not no, so, stop uh, that rubbish I, tell, I, I do I do, I do <laughs> To be fair, we were getting in and we hadn't eaten for about seven or eight hours. And uh, it was getting to that time where, you know, when you've got those munchies, the old school munchies. And uh, we, we go and we're actually next to each other incredibly as well. And the proper coincidence that we're next to each other in rooms. Yeah, so we're going, up the, we're going up the lift and uh, everyone's done this. You don't tell me that you've not done this. You know, you're at a hotel and you're walking past rooms and someone's got a tray outside. And you've got to have a little look, don't you? You know some some of the things of that people leave food food wise, especially when you've got the munchies. So so, spe- so so there's a pizza box there. Okay, now look, this is proper student living. There's a pizza box there, and and Tim looks at me. And I look at Tim and I go, oh, you know, I mean, it's worth opening it up, isn't there, just in case, just to see what the situation is. I'm not saying you're going to take it. I am disgusted. I'm not saying you're going to admit. I'm more I'm more inquisitive than anything else. So I open the pizza box. And there's probably three quarters of an untouched margarita there. Now, there was a decision to be made at that point. Uh, 
There was a decision to be made. And you'll be pleased to know, and I'm sure most of the peeps will be pleased to know, that we closed it and we walked away. We walked away and we left it. And I thought, right, okay, Spears has got, you know, athletic budget. Is breakfast included in the price? I hadn't. Express and Star budget. It's all good. So I wake up this morning. I order two pots of coffee. I order some sparkling water. It takes 55 minutes to get to my room. I'm parched. I'm spitting feathers. When it comes, the lime that I ordered to go along with the sparkling water is not there. Not included. The coffee pot is literally the smallest coffee pot you've ever seen in your entire life. It's ridiculous. So yeah, I'll be honest, Liam. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit frosty this morning. You know, I, I, the fact that you even opened that pizza box, I, I'm actually disgusted with you. Well, I didn't open it. Spears opened it. I, I, I well, the fact that you, you know, you. Uh, you know, this is not Judah of ten years ago. This is, I was, I was, I was interested to see what was there. I mean, he was, I was, I was, he was interested to see what was there. I was never going to get a pizza, mate. I had a hundred twenty-five calorie cake bar, um, you know, uh, low dough cake bar ready for me in my roommate. But it was, it was an inquisitive point of view. Oh, this is Judah two point we're talking about here. This yeah, is the yeah, new this improved not, version. Not, not, no, mate, if it was the one version, mate, I would have taken the pizza and I would have, I would have had a doner kebab <laughs> as well. Um, but yeah, I tell you what though. Express and Star not going to be massively happy with me due to the fact that I didn't really work out that Radisson Blue did not does not have car parking. So the closest car parking is an NCP car park, which is about five minute walk. Yeah, overnight price. What do you reckon? What for the car park? Yeah, I was thinking six Surely, quid, seven quid. I was I was going to say ten max overnight. Higher. No chance. Surely. Higher. Twenty. Higher, <laughs> no chance. I'm not joking, 20. mate. It's You're twenty. Joking, it's, mate. It's twenty-two quid. I, I, I'm not joking. Quid. Twenty-two quid. I'm now. I'm gonna have to push that through expenses. Um, I don't know whether to push that through expenses or a couple of double G and Ts. I'm, I'm debating. We'll see. I'll let you know next week. I'll let you know what's approved and what's. Please see me. Please call the editor. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see, mate. We'll see. But did you have a good journey? Do you have a safe journey back? I had a safe journey back. Uh, Good. I mean, everything back was fine. On the way, mm. I mean, you already know this, on the way there, the, the parking was an absolute nightmare. Yeah, it wasn't great, um, was it? Hence, hence I, why you got to get a hotel for £22, uh, car parking, <laughs> and then get yeah, an Uber exactly. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. No, um... But no, everything, everything went well. Yeah, all good. I mean, I'm a little bit tired this morning. You know, a little, little bit frosty, uh, mm. as you would say, you know. But, you know, we, we, we move. Mate, it's a, pleasure to, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to have you there, mate. And I'm sorry that I took a picture of you. Um, oh yeah, that um, was out mid munch, mid munch uh, during the game. That but was it was. I was going to take it. To be honest, mate, I was turning to take a picture. And we were we were separated last night, which is all fine. I was with some of the Wolves media crew, and you were on the other side. And I was going to take a picture of you, just of your jeans, because again, they were painted on last night. It was oh. it was very much a legging situation. Oh, um, but I didn't. And then when I went to go and take it, you were literally mid munch, and you took the biggest bite bite of this bap <laughs> or whatever it was I'm like well I've got that I mean you're just asking you're asking to be to be um, to be put out there uh, of, the, of the muncher that you are and uh, and yeah mate it was, it was a very impressive uh, homemade sandwich that you said was a chicken burger although I thought it looked, it looked there looked like a bit of bacon and cheese in there mate to be honest no 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 there, there was cheese there was no bacon it was oh. a little homemade chicken burger I actually had two um <laughs> And uh, and they were, yeah they were lovely they were lovely uh, healthy because I'm absolutely you know well similar to you it's keen two point oh nowadays absolutely, um, absolutely. and uh, and they were gorgeous and it wasn't even that big a bite I mean that was a that was a, a child's bite really compared to what I normally do really really can oh, you yeah. can you can you can you see off uh, some 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 plentiful uh, food food sandwiches when you well I've to. had some I've had some situations in the past particularly um, you know I'm looking at with my partner's family, things like that, where I'm mm. having to, I'm having to consciously eat slower mm. because I am, I just wolf it down. Jody, Jody's I'm, name, isn't it? Jody, Jody, Kerry. Well, you, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you, you're not that far off. With the, oh, take that, take that. With the, take with that. the IE sort of. Ah, oh, nice, nice, Rosie nice. Rosie is the is the lucky lady. Oh, Rosie, Rosie. Yeah. Ah, she's sports. a seriously lucky lady as well. We, we, yeah, as we've already discussed. Oh, goodness me. Right, we better move on to some chat because, like I say, uh, 40 minutes and counting before I get a knock on the door from uh, some very angry uh, director saying, Mr. Judah, please get out of your room. Um, Wolves, Everton. Uh, look, we, we talked about it last night. We did the video. Um, 
So I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go too much uh, over analysing the game because that's been done. Good, the bad, and the ugly is back though. Uh, I don't know whether you've played this game with me. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. Not um, yet. Though, and um, yeah. I mean, we've been doing it for the last five years, to be fair. So you know, why why change? Uh, the good last night. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say. First of all, Adama Traore was uh, yes. excellent. Excellent. I thought it was really good. And look, some things didn't come off at times. However, I thought the endeavour he showed throughout. You know, you could see, and it was great to see fans back last night. I know they were all Everton fans, but you know, even even six seven thousand fans in a stadium, and we'll get onto the the fact that Wolves have got four and a half somehow. Um, on Sunday, but seven seven thousand fans. They made a roar. It was a proper game. You didn't, you, you know, you felt def, definitely different watching a game, and it, and it was great. And when Traore got on the ball, especially, you know, it was loud, it was noisy. There was almost like a breath, like oh, Traore's got it, and he did it. He, he, whoop, 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 past one, past two, past three, and everyone kind of like was like Jesus Christ, this guy is something else. And he was, he, he went on some amazing runs. He really did. And uh, you know, sometimes the end product, as we know, with a is, you know, is fluctuates from game to game. But he really has stepped up um, in the, in the last few weeks. And and look, when you when you're talking about the attacking nature of Wolves next season, and there's question marks over, you know, uh, uh, over the forwards. Uh, you know, Fabio Silva will probably be back up next year. I'm sure he will be to to Raúl, who again we'll come on to next. You know. Um, in, in a little bit, but you've got Daniel Pedence, who's who's you know faded away, who's, who's looks injury prone at the moment. You know he's going to be hopefully ready for next season. You've got Pedro Neto as your other attacking option, who's going to be six six months plus. Um, you know, are, are those front three attackers? Adama Traore contract in the air. He's got to be the one at the moment that you want to secure because, and I think it's become even more important because you know this guy has really, really stepped up and and is key and probably the only person at the moment who's showing that bit that bit of uh, excitement and and will and drive going forward. Well, it's almost it's Groundhog Day, isn't it? What we were talking about uh, on the last uh, on the last podcast, you know, that he at the moment is proving alongside the injuries that the Wolves have got is proving how thin the squad is up yeah. there. Because if he wasn't there, I mean, they'd have had virtually nothing going forward last time. I mean, Morgan Gibbs-White had, you know, had a few occasions here and there. I thought he did relatively well. Yeah, good, for, but, good um, first half. Uh, yeah, exactly. Kind of faded away second half. But but he was he was on it, really, for the, for the, whole, the exactly, whole game, yeah. wasn't he? If, if, it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Adama again, it would have been a, a similar situation to Spurs where they've had one, two, if, at all opportunities on goal because mm. he was creating everything, wasn't he, going yeah. forward? And yeah. he, you know, I'll, I'll say this on blue in the face, some fans might uh, get fed up with hearing it, similar mm-hmm. to what Nuno says as well, but he has characteristics. He has things in his game that no other player in world football has. Yeah. Genuinely, he can do things that other... And there's, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he's the best player in the world, of course not, but there are things he can do that other players cannot do. Mm-hmm. I cannot name another player that can hold the ball and drive with it so quickly and in such a, a forceful manner in the way that he does. Um, now, as you say, the, the end product sometimes isn't always there, and that's the that's the you know the difference sometimes. But there's no one else that can do that. He, he he's unique is the word that Nuno uses consistently to describe him, and that is so accurate. He is exceptionally unique. You need to keep hold of him. Um, I mean, God forbid you can't leave, let him go on a, on a free anyway, can you? I mean, he's you know he's going to be worth a bit of a bit of money. Well, I mean, he's still um, contracted, you know, still contracted at Wolves, so it's not like he's going to be he's, he's gone at the end of the season or anything like no, that. No, of course no. But at this, you know, I, 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 get, what you, I longer, get what you're though, saying. You know I mean? It's like you can't let him run run down his contract. You know, if, exactly. if, he, if he's absolutely making you know digging his feet and he doesn't want to sign, you know, I, I don't. I think it's I think, is it more of a money thing, you know, or from from a contractual point of view. Um, look, I think if it is, and Wolves are like, oh, I'm not sure whether you're worth X amount, and there's probably a bit of, you know, toing and throwing between the parties. Look, he's showing now uh, what we what we all what we all know, and there's the debate whether he's best as a super sub. Well, look, he's come from the start last night, and he was excellent. He was really, really good, and you know, Wolves need him next year because the last thing they want to be doing is replacing an Adama Traore. Uh, when you, when, like I say, when you, when you've got those those main attackers and there's so many question marks over them, you know you're going to sign Bettinia, maybe not. Like I say, Pedence and, and, and Neto and, and Raúl. There's there's not a lot of 100%. You know exactly what you're getting there um, in terms of you know at top. There's question marks over everyone, so you need that constant. I think Adama Traore proves that. And look, I, I, I think it's almost become a priority now before they start signing people to get him to sign on the dotted line. 
I would I would say so one hundred percent. He as I said, he had so so much. He's so different to the other players that Wolves had have, of course. And as I said, well, with the squad size, you know, they cannot afford to to be. I know, as you say, he's in contract for next season, but they cannot afford to be in you know in general losing players to the to the squad. They need to be adding players, particularly mm-hmm. in those forward areas, because yeah. um, you know Morgan Gibbs White played you know more centrally last night. Um, but uh, I don't know what you think about this, but for me, it didn't quite work how the front three worked because. If, uh, Fabio and, uh, and and Adama were pushing too wide at times, mm-hmm. um, and it was almost like he was playing as a false nine. Morgan Gibbs White, and yeah. it didn't it didn't quite work. Uh, I don't like Fabio out wide anyway. I mean, he's a you know he's a, he's a striker, isn't he? So well, he's um, not the pace to be out wide, has he? I mean, no, 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 he, no. He needs to be in that box. He's fox in the box. That's exactly what he is. And, yeah, you know, exactly. He gets into some good spaces. That that that's what you want. I thought Gibbs White was really good first half. Actually, I thought he was. Um, you know, given, like you say, he didn't really have a load of support, but he was more confident. He wanted the ball. Uh, he was talking. He was he, he was he wasn't hiding away. And to be honest, you know, you look at fans and you look at Everton being galvanised, looking, you know, going for European football uh, with the fans back. And I thought Wolves were were pretty good in that first half, and mainly through Gibbs White and Traore. Uh, you know, on another day. Gibbs White might have well could have had definitely one and if not two Pickford made a decent save and um, especially the first one low down to his left I believe it was and uh, it was it was it was pretty promising from him uh, def- definitely faded in the second half saying that whether I would have taken him off I think there, there was a couple of others who would have taken off before him uh, Jean Moutinho definitely being one of them um, but the question mark comes like is Gibbs Gibbs White and and Vitinha the positions. Are very similar, so you know, with Vitinha coming on, and and you know, I know he's had a couple of decent games. There's a, it's an interesting one to make, isn't it? Obviously, this Porter reps come up saying, saying you know that the deal, the deal's done. You know, he's playing. I, I'm not sure whether that's the case or not. I, I still think there's a decision to be made on Vitinha. Would you sign Vitinha now? If you've got more Gibbs White, if you've got Vitinha, can you can you afford to sign Vitinha for 20 million quid when you've got Gibbs White there? I'm going. I'm going back and forth on this one so much mm. myself. I think a lot of people um, are, to be honest. They are. They definitely. They are. And when you make, when you put the point that way, uh, you, I think you have to say no because you look at how much it's going to cost compared to having, you know, a player already under contract, already a Wolves player in, in Morgan. Um, it, it's difficult to. It's difficult to justify it. But I also look at Vitinha and I think, is he a ten? Mm. I'm not. I'm not sure if he is. He is he a is he a a long-term replacement for Jamatinha, perhaps? Can he play a bit deeper? Um, I think he can play in multiple positions, Vitinha. I just don't know which which is his very, very best position yet. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think I don't think he knows what his best position yet. Either. And it doesn't help him that the fact that they definitely check, they keep on changing formations, they keep on changing yeah. systems. So when you know when you're in and out the side, you've got to kind of find yourself in there and, and, and make a role. And when you're chopping and changing and you're rotating and he rotated again yesterday and he kind of, you know, alluded to that with with with, with playing some of the players for the Euros and, and, and resting some of them, I'm sure we'll see multiple changes again on Sunday. It's difficult to find that consistency not only in, in rotation and formation, but also in, in, in personnel. You want to be playing with the same people each week mm-hmm. so you know where, where the other person's going to be. You can make the runs knowing that they're going to know. And, and that kind of, you know... I remember when Jimenez and Jota, I mean, they were telepathic. You know, you knew exactly what spaces they were going to run. And even in that midfield, when you're bringing it further back into the pitch, you need to know where your Neves, where your Moutinho's are, where Traore's are going to be, you know, making those runs. And you only get that when you're playing with them week in, week out. And, and you get to know their, their strengths and weaknesses. For sure. And I, with Vitinho as well, I don't, you know, unless Wolves play a 4-2-3-1, he doesn't really fit the system either. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, again, unless he can play deeper and unless he settles into that into that role but I'm not sure he quite he quite suits that so um it's a difficult with him uh difficult one for me with him because you know you asked me a couple of weeks ago would I would I take him and, and you know on the form he was in probably uh and and looking at the context around it now in terms of having Morgan the price is going to cost uh and also considering how many other positions I think are, are a priority over over signing him um I think you have to you have to prioritise those those positions, you know, uh, centre half, a centre midfielder, um, probably being the two biggest ones, uh, mm. possibly a wing back again as well. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think you can prioritise that. You know, if 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 you can get him on on a deal that you no know, financially makes sense, whether that yes. is you know yeah. split splitting it up over certain years or whether mm. it's even another loan or something along those lines, mm. you know, 
Um, I wouldn't be against bringing him back to the club, certainly not. But I, I don't say that. Could, could that they loan price. him again? Yeah. Could yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think for that fixed price, I don't think you can justify it. I think whether you, as I say, split it up over a certain amount of years, mm. you know, pay a, a small amount up front, etc., or get him on loan again, there is potential there with him for sure. Um, but it's not enough to justify that price on its own, and also justify it over other positions. That are, 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 are for me, a priority for sure. Yeah, um, I mean, look, has he been has it been a victim of circumstance? You know, with, with Vitinho, is he is he good enough? And only Nuno will know that because he obviously sees him behind the scenes as well. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a really interesting call. What I would say is that if you're going to spend twenty million pounds on Vitinho, you're not spending twenty million pounds and he's not starting. He's got to start next season. He's got to be in your starting lineup, and I'm not sure whether he is in your starting lineup next season. And if he is, it's a complete change in tactic. And that's fair enough, but they've got to have the confidence to know that he is going to do the business there um, from 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 game one. And it's it's a really interesting one. Like I say, it's a fascinating summer. I just had someone walk in there on me, uh, some sort of cleaner. But I did I did call down to say I got an extension on the old uh, on the old. Um, Check out time, mate. So we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. Um, uh, we've kind of discussed Gibbs Wilde as well. Like I said, I thought, I thought first half he was very good last night. It was nice to see Kilman back in there as well. Um, I, I like Max Kilman, I, I really do. Um, back to a back three, by the way, Liam, as well. Uh, I, I don't know what we're going to see on, on Man United, maybe a back four, but it was, um, it was good to see Kilman and that age. If they did go to a back four, then then just kill and get pushed out again. Is is, is it Cody and Bolly against Man United? Probably, and that's again probably one for next season. But you know, Kilman Kilman is one I think will when look back on this season feel like he's probably frustrated at the lack of game time because I I like him. I think I think he's a good player as well. I think he played well last night. Mm. Um, for me though, it's 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 a strange one again with him because I think Wolves obviously need improvement uh, in in you know in the centre back whether that's three whether that's a two they need signings there I think uh, I'm not overly convinced by size um, particularly in a two uh, same with with Connor Cody um, so with Kilman you know I, I think he's a good player but is he the kind of player that I want whether it's a three or a two to be starting every single week um, I think I think you could have him as a squad player and build and build on that I, I really do uh, I think there's enough quality out there within within budget that Wolves can bring a player in, give him enough games still, you know, still develop him because he, you know, I say develop him, he's not exactly 19 any, anymore, but he's, um, you know, he's still got things to learn as, as did with many players of his age, and I think to bring someone in a bit older, a bit more experienced, and also someone who suits the rigors of, of the Premier League a bit mm. better, um, I think. I think that would uh, I think that would benefit him in the long run as well because yeah. having having someone to learn off um, and and you know bring him in and out of the side I, I'm not sure he's a you know forty odd game season centre back right mm. now I think he can be I don't think right now he is so I think that's still a priority to in the summer to, to bring someone in well at least one probably two to be honest yeah yeah that's that's the good uh, the bad. <laughs> We'll move on a bit, a little bit, a little bit quicker, but you know, we got stuck on that. But uh, it is is a fascinating topic. Uh, the bad, uh, like I say, uh, Moutinho, it's, uh, he's got one more year left on his contract, and he's been sensational. He's been unbelievable. It's been one of the absolute pleasure to see him live when he was in full full flow. A privilege, and someone you actually pay to watch. Look, it's. It's like anybody, you know, when you're aging your career, you know, and, and I think his swan song will probably be the Euros as well for Portugal. He's got one more year in his contract. He's not going to be a regular starter next year for Wolves. He, he can't be because I think at times this year he's been a passenger and you can understand it. He, he's been there. He's done it. He, he's he's a genius of a player and he has got a role to play next season. I think it'd be very important for the youngsters coming through as well and learning from him. But uh, as for a regular player, you know, I, I, I'd be stunned if he's playing regularly next season. Uh, I couldn't agree more with all of that. I think for me, his first year at Wolves, he was. I genuinely would put him up there as one of the best players I've ever, ever mm. seen in the Wolves shirt. Mm-hmm. He, he, I think he, you know, he oozes class for really, five million really, quid as well. I mean, oh, you know, I mean, the amazing. price was wonderful, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I had five million quid, I'd probably keep it to myself. But if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. A great, I'd, be, yeah. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be staying in better hotels with five million quid, mate. <laughs> he's an excellent, excellent player, and. I, I totally agree. You know, he's got he's got an extra year on on the contract. He's there's so many benefits to keeping him around, having him in the squad. Um, but one, I don't see him as you say, don't see him 
playing regularly and starting regularly. Um, but also, can Wolves afford to rely on that again within mm. his advanced ages now? Um, mm. They need a signing in midfield for certain. I mean, Den Donk has not done the business this season. So, have him in the squad, have him around the squad as a good option, as you say, someone to to lean on um, when needed uh, with, with younger players. Um, can you see him leaving? Can it, you see him it? leaving, Liam? Because, I mean... Um... Not, not that, no. I can see him seeing his year out. Okay, okay. I, I personally, and this is absolutely 100%, this, this is completely my thoughts only, I can see Jean Moutinho saying, okay, you know, I've probably got a year, a couple of years left playing, you know, at club level. Uh, Euros might be... It'll go to the Euros, I'm almost certain. I don't I don't think... I think he'll probably, when it gets to the World Cup in Qatar, I think that might be too, you know, too much for him. Um if he got an offer from Portugal to to go back and to play his days out there, maybe a, a two-year deal, considering that he will be one of the highest, if not the highest paid player on Wolves' wage bill, and he wanted to go, I kind of think that Wolves would give him the blessing to go. But that's just, maybe maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. But for, for you know, in, in wages, the millions of pounds he's costing in wages for next season, you know, would that be a, I know the midfield is where they need strengthening, and you know, Maybe people want to see him go next year, but if he's if he's going to clear wages for someone else or for someone like an Adama Traore to sign, um, you know, I, I think there's a I think it'll be an interest. There might not be an offer there, but I'm just saying, you know, does does he want to does he want to stay at Wolves for one more year and play, you know, one in every three? Is is that really what he wants to do? You know, he's away from his family. I don't know. It'd be an interesting one. It, it, yeah, it's an interesting point. I think. Um, I- you know, when you put it into into the context there that you have, you know, it makes sense. Um, but I think you know he's given he's given a lot to Wolves. He's been appreciated mm. there. Um, I think you know if Wolves, you know, if he wanted to go, I think Wolves would would, would give him that blessing too. Mm. But I, I I think he I think he'll see out his year. I think yeah. you know the Premier League is such an allure to to any player. Sure. Um, to get an extra year there, uh, I think he'll see the year out and and you know ride off into the sunset. And let's be honest, I mean if he does stay for the extra year, um, he is going to get offers. He's going to get offers from, you know, clubs in Portugal. Mm. Uh, and he's missed even... the fans as well. A lot of them have missed the fans, haven't they? You know, yeah, it's, it's almost like a exactly. lost year to, to a certain extent. So, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, good. I'm just put, I'm just putting things out there. Uh, some people will be tearing their hair out. Some people will probably be nodding and agreeing. We'll see. Um, so that's, you know, the bad routine, you know, and just just generally the uh, the set pieces were shoddy. I want to go back into that, but um, but I mean they were absolutely awful last night. The corners, I mean, oh, goodness me, set pieces, deliveries. I mean these are professional footballers, and it's not it's not just one game. This is this is every single time. I just I don't I don't get it. And there's so many people, um, you know, who are who are culprits who are just you know these players are probably going to go to the Euros and light up the Euros potentially. And just oh, it. it Paul, I'm pulling my hair out, honestly, with some some of the stuff that happened last night. So that's the bad. Uh, the ugly, um, for me, was was some of the post-match comments, to be honest. Uh, you know, Nuno seemed pretty pleased with that performance. And he, and he kind of said it two or three times in that post-match presser. And I'm like, cringing a little bit with, with, with the way he says it. It's positive. And I understand what he's saying, but that's not what the fans want to hear. And, and yes, the first half was decent, but they've got to build on that. And and that second half was pretty insipid, and you know they, they concede early. Of course, you know who's going to score. And it nailed on Richarlison is going to score against Wolves. He loves and it, doesn't he? And then, but it and it wasn't quite the you know the the goal was frustrating, but for me it was the reaction. Like there was nothing there. There was no push. There was you know it didn't feel that like Everton were were under pressure trying to hold on to a one nil lead, or you know they're trying to go for Europe. It was it was very easy. There was nothing really that that Wolves did to to pressurise or, or to really attack the goal. And for me, that they, they cantered to it in the it was very easy ride for them and uh, the substitutions were a little bit strange I thought they were too late um, and and just just generally and I know they've only got certain personnel they can work with but it was just for, for me the second half was for as good as the first half was the second half was 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 just as bad really yeah I think that pretty much sums it up I mean again the the set piece issue um, they just haven't got they just haven't got the right defenders with the right characteristics to defend set pieces, mm. it's, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But mm. I think it is. I think it is as simple as that. Um, you know, they have their own strengths for for sure. But aside from Willie Bolly, I mean, none of them are great in the air, particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know, Connor Cody's shown that he's 
decent um, offensively in the air, um, but I, I think defensively he, he, he struggles com- in comparison to the top end defenders mm-hmm. in the Premier League for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Kilman would probably have to say, say say similar, but the reaction is a big one, isn't it? The reaction yeah. is you want to see something from you want to see something from the team um, to to bounce back after such a an early and poor goal. But this has been a story of the season again. You've seen Wolves do this several times. I, I think I can remember the game I covered away at Brighton. Mm-hmm. The reaction to conceding so early in this in the second half and going and only being three two up. Mm-hmm. Um, and straight away they were just being battered by Brighton, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. constantly, constantly battered. They they just they go into their shell a little bit. Um, and I, I, where where does that come from? Go, going into your shell so much is it a lack of leaders on the pitch? I don't know. They've got some experience there. Moutinho was on the pitch, for example. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is it? Do they need someone just to pull them pull them out of the uh, the doldrums? They, they I don't know what it is. They just go into their shell and um, it it just it it screams you know. Wolves are not going to win this game. They're not going to get anything out of this game. Mm-hmm. They need they need something to change massively in their favour. A red card at Brighton, for example, um, for them to come back from something. It, it's um, I don't think the alongside the quality which needs improvement. I'm not sure the right characters are there as well at the moment. I think they need to bring some characters in next season who are going to add to the mentality of the squad. I think that's yeah. a, another thing that needs addressing. Absolutely, yeah. They do need some seniority. They, they need they need some. You can't just have Connor Cody. You know, running his mouth. They need to have a little bit of leadership, I think, throughout throughout the pitch. Um, yeah, it's just a, just a just a just a massive, massive summer. I don't think it's a rebuild as such, but you've got to sign the right players. You got you, and you got to keep you know, keep what you you know your best players at the club. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, right. The the big news to come, and and kind of you know, of course, the game was the game was frustrating, but you know, Wolves' this season you just can't wait to win. So. You know, it's fine. The big news and the most important news to come out of the day for me was was the Raúl Jiménez news that came out. You know, shortly after full time, um, and good news, Liam. Look, we're not going to see Raúl Jiménez this season. I think I think we pretty much knew that uh, for the last few weeks. I know that there was hope, and Nuno said there was hope. Actually, it went on record, kind of strange, really. I think a long time ago now, saying he's very confident that we'll see Raúl this season. Um, we can. I'm not quite sure why why he why he said that, um, especially with such a serious injury. Um, but the good news is is that uh, he's on track. He's allowed to head a ball now, um, and the build up is hopefully that he will be ready to go for the first game next season. Yeah, definitely. So it is good news uh, in that sense. Um, he, you know, the, the club doctor Matt Perry made it abundantly clear, and I think this is an important point to make that the difference between Rehabilitation to return to training and rehabilitation to return to to game scenarios mm-hmm. is a big jump. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be going into that in the next couple of months, um, getting ready for for August, um, and that's going to be an important step. Um, but the the news is that you know they've got no doubts that he'll uh, be able to come back. He's been cleared to head footballs again, um, and he's going to have to wear protective headgear for the rest of his career, which I think people probably expected mm-hmm. um, anyway. So it's. It is good news. Um, I I personally think it's in, in, I mean, in the circumstances. Of course, you don't don't want this to happen to anyone. But in the circumstances, I think probably the best news Wolves could have got because as nice as it would have been to have seen him given five minutes in front of fans uh, against United on Sunday, um, I, I, it wouldn't have been the smartest move for my money. Um, keep him off the pitch. Bring him back next season. Bring him back one hundred percent or as as one hundred percent as he can be. And and get him firing again. Um, what I, I don't see the point in risking him for a small uh, token, really, of what it would be um, against no. United. So I no. think it's I think it's the right move. Yeah, look, the fans. I'm sure we'll get to see him. I'm sure when they do the, you know, well, some of the fans, a very small portion of fans, will get to see him. I'm sure they'll do the the lap of honour and just just acknowledge the fans at the end of the game. And I'm sure Raúl will be down there, so they'll get to see him. They'll get to see him. You know, put a smile on his face and uh, and and vice versa. So. So that's good. You know, the the Olympics thing still kind of hovers a little bit. I think from this statement, it kind of alludes to the fact that he will not be going to the Olympics, even though they haven't said that, expressed that. I don't think Wolves will want him to go to the Olympics. I'm sure Jimenez probably would would like to go and 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 be around it, but at the same time, you know, when when they've held him back this long and he still needs to to build up, you know, that confidence and 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 you know, for them to be 
for him to be ready to go into a match. I'd be stunned, really, if he goes to the Olympics and plays there. Uh, you know, Definitely, selfishly, yeah, yeah. From, a, from a club point of view, you want him to be ready to go um, on August the 14th. Then the mental side of it is something you mentioned there. That's a big part of it, isn't it? He's mm. got to get, he's got to get back into, um, and not be too tentative going back into 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 football, particularly with a head injury, because you know it's it's um, it, it's almost sort of self encapsulating, isn't it? It's, it's something right there that you you know you're wary of. You'll you, you'll be concerned about banging your head against anything again. Mm. Playing in a football scenario, you're it's right there for you to 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 be conscious of. So. Um, I think it's it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, I, I, th- I think even though going back into August when the season starts, I don't think he's going to be starting straight up and, and, and going into games. It might he might need a, a month or so to get back into it, get a few you know um, substitute appearances under his belt, and, and and get back into into the swing of things as well. It's um, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting one. And look, it's it's not just like offensively heading. It's not just like balls coming to the box and you mm. heading them like you know. And whether they change this wolves, I'm not sure. But he was massive. He was huge, uh, and probably a reason maybe um, that the set pieces of defending of set pieces have been so poor because Raul was a brilliant defensive set piece. You know, defending yeah. set piece. He he was superb. And you know, unfortunately, that was that was you know where the injury occurred with David Luiz, but. Yeah, you know he's got to do that, and if he if the Wolves are going to play him in that position, and I guess they probably will do because they won't want to change him too much. Is that he's going to have to to come back because if he's not ready and they can't protect him, then he shouldn't really be playing. If you know what I mean, he's got to go. He's got to be hundred percent, and that includes defending set pieces as well. So you know you've got to you've got to make sure he's one hundred percent right before he returns to action. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's um, you can't risk uh, anything going wrong with him coming mm-hmm. back in. Um, first of all. And as again, I'll come back to it, the the mental side of it. He's got to be feeling ready in himself to come back and mm. uh, and, and and play as well, which which I'm sure he will be. You know, he's a you know he's a competitor, he's a winner. He wants mm. he wants to be out there, um, and it will be a big boost. It will almost, it will be like a new signing, really, won't it? When he comes back yeah. in, um, be a huge boost to the squad because it's he is it's incredibly important to that top, to, to that side as we've seen this season. Um, mm. When when he's not there, they they struggle. Um. A little bit on the summer, Liam, before we before we take some questions. So I've got a theory, right? Okay. Oh, here we go. I've got a theory. It's it's it's, it's not a theory that um, that I've had, but um, this morning there was a letter under my door. I thought it was Miss Spears. It wasn't, mate. It wasn't. It was from a, a person who you have yet to meet yet, but um, it's called Jathan Jathan <laughs> Nuda, and uh, he's he's a guy who I assume he's a guy. But um, kind of follows me very, very closely. An, an alter ego, so to speak. And um, I haven't quite seen him, but there was a shadow around about my uh, around about my door early on um, outside four one five at the Ranson Blue Hotel. And uh, he's he's asked he's well he's given he's given his opinion. And I want you to to I'm gonna hear me out, okay? Hear me out. Hear Jathan out and see what he says, okay? So we saw Samedo at left back last week, yeah, or at Spurs. Mm-hmm. We saw Ike Nori uh, at left back last night, and I hope they sign Ike Nori. I like him. I do like him. Twenty million quid, or eighty million quid, or fifteen million quid, however much that they can get him for, I'd sign. I, I would sign him. I'd flog Vinagra, see what you can get for him. You've got other people you can flog in the summer, you know, uh, Mir, etc. You know, they're going to go. Catroni is going to go. I still think they need some some defensive cover at the wing back position. When I say cover, maybe even someone coming in without Nuri developing underneath him. Okay, throw it at me. Okay. I know they say never go back to an X. <laughs> oh no. Saying oh. that, saying that, everyone's everyone's stalked a little bit of an X on Facebook, mate. They've all, don't tell me with some of your ex-girlfriends that you haven't gone onto the old Facebook or Google the name just to see where they are or what no. they're doing. Oh, Liam Keane, shut up. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Oh, mate. What are you? One woman man? One woman man, mate. What, ever? Ever? What? She's a lucky lady. Wow. Oh. Oh, mate. Has she told you the same, as she? Don't say told me the same as if it's not true. Come on. She saw a good thing. Okay. She went for it. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, well, I have. I know. I've had one or two, one or two um, exes, I guess. Exes on the beach. 
And you, yeah, I think you're just inquisitive. You you you, go, you Google them to see what they're doing. And and Maria, secretly, you want them to have let themselves go. You want them to you want them to be a little bit a little bit unhappy. Unbelievable. Anyway, it takes me it takes me on to to Matt Doherty. And well, I had a feeling that's where we were going. Right. Okay. Hear me out. And I know some people like that. That ship sailed. Rubbish. 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 Whatever. Look, he's had a stinker going there. 10 million quid, couldn't believe the price. Anyway, he's gone there. Look, if Wolves are looking to get someone and, and Spurs looking for a new manager, you can't see a new manager coming in and Matt Doherty being your starting right back next year. I mean, who was who was ahead of him on the, the other night? Was it, was it uh, Tanga? It, yeah, ta- Jaffet Tanganga, yeah. Yeah, so, like, so not even second injured. choice. He's like yeah, third exactly. choice. He's maybe even just struggling to make the match squad. Now, you know, I don't think that Wolves fans can move on too much, especially the way that the that 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 the team are playing at the moment, and take away someone who's had so many assists, so many goals. Would Dot come back here? Maybe, maybe, but you know, you could you could get him for probably a lot less than ten million quid. You could, you know, even if you're paying him one and a half, two million pound a year in loaning back or or, or buying back. He's obviously played on the left-hand side as well as the right-hand side. So, you know, I know Samedo's your, your right-back, assuming your right-back going forward. But he can play on the left. And if you've got him playing on the left, you've got Aitnuri, you know, playing when he needs to play and developing rather than that pressure on him. We don't know when Johnny's going to come back, but we're thinking probably 2022 at some point. But there's still got to be question marks on that. And you have to have a question mark. Second Kruse. You've got to have question marks on that. You know, Marcel was on the bench last night, but you can't rely on Marcel to be staying fit. If you can get someone like Doc, who knows exactly what he is, he knows the team, he knows the players, he knows the club, he knows how to succeed in Premier League football and to score goals and to get assists, I don't think you can just be so snobbish to say, I don't want him back at the club. You know, you've got the Mendes link, you've got the Spurs link, everything that took him away from Wolves. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a crazy shout, is it? Maybe it is a crazy shout. I don't know. Uh, listen, if you gave me the opportunity now, I'd take him back in a heartbeat. One hundred percent, I Without would as well. Without a doubt, I, and you know what? It's, I never even thought of it as well. It's, it's a. It's a theory. Played on the left for a long is, uh, time before he went moved to well, move to the he right. Had, you know? He had a full. He had a full season on the left, yeah. didn't he? It was yeah. the season when um, Connor in the Championship played right back. Yeah. And Connor Cody played there. He played on yeah. the left the full season, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um. Who was it? They had an injury to someone. Who was it that was injured? I, I mean, this guy, he'd probably be leading the Wolves' goals this season. He'd probably be top scorer if he was still in the club. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Probably, yeah. Now, I, um, I, you know what? I, I actually couldn't agree more. I genuinely would take him back. Now, I, there would have to be some context around, you know, the price. Yes. Um, you know, I imagine he'd probably had a bump in wages going to Spurs. Mm-hmm. So, they would, it would have to be the right price um, because I think there were other options out there uh, if it was, you know, unrealistic. But you're right, he has had a stinker there. Really has. It's not gone well for him at all. And I'm sure his um, wages are, 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 are vast, you know, as well compared to what he was at Wolves. But there's always a deal that can be made. I think that I think that they I think they'd be folly not to look into that, that kind of situation. It'd be I mean what what do you think the Wolves fans genuinely would I think? I don't know. About I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm really I, Look, there'll be, be your people who are very outspoken on social media and they'll probably listen to this and go, what are you talking about, you absolute douchebag? And I think there'll be a lot of people who will say, I'd, you know, beggar, not beggars can't be choosers. I mean, Wolves are still 12th somehow, 12th. And they're like, look, I don't think you can turn that down. You know, you've got someone who's proven Premier League play, who's got goals, who's got assists, who's, who's fresh, let's be honest. I mean, he's pretty much had a season where he's, he hasn't played. So, you know, it's kind of a lost season for him. Um, especially the second half of the season, he's barely played, so he's going to be fresh going into going into the um, going into the summer into next season. I think, I think it would be. Um, I'd be delighted to get him back. To be honest, get delighted. on the phone, Judah. Get on the phone. Get him down. I'll get. I'll get on the phone, mate. Saying that, saying that, you know, if you if you do go back to an ex, sometimes it never really works out. You know, I can understand that situation. I remember going back to an ex. Oh, mate, it was terrible. It was <laughs> I, remember, remember, I can remember meeting her at a bar. A mini Judah, mini Judah story. I've got to go quickly. Meeting her at a bar. Um, been talking for a little a little while. Um, she wanted me back, obviously, of course, because I mean, you know, obviously, yeah, who wouldn't? Obviously. Um, so go back. A little bit awkward. Anyway, go to a bar. I go to the bathroom, we're sat at a bar, oh, no, we're stood at a bar, we're at, we're at the bar front, and there's a big bar, it's like a circle, 360 degree concentric bar. I come back after maybe like a couple of minutes or whatever, 
and she's got a shot. And uh, I'm like, oh, wait, wait, you got, you got yourself a shot? He goes, oh, no, this guy across the bar just sent me a shot across. Ah, oh. I mean, I'm looking at this, this, this. This guy. Okay. What what do you do? What do you do? Do you do you a smile and acknowledge him because you know she's with you for the night? Do you do you do you, do you b drink the shot yourself in front of him, or or do you c um, pour the shot on the um, on the bar top and then throw the glass away? I'll tell you the one thing you definitely don't do is yeah. you definitely don't drink the shot because you've got no idea what he's putting it. Okay. Good shout like that. You don't be roofy like that. I didn't Quite do that, clever. mate. But I did. I, I'd have I'd... just gone over there. I'd have given him the shot back and said, tap him on the shoulder and went, she won't be needing that, pal. Oh, like, yeah, decent, decent. Don't, don't, don't mind that. I didn't, mate. I'd had a couple to drink. I poured the shot of tequila on the bar and threw the glass away. Not great for me, to be fair. Not great. <laughs> that, not, that's not, brilliant. That's brilliant. Me. Anyway, a uh, big... Big fight, what a bloody bloody fight. Not fighting, physical fight between me and the guy. Me and the missus didn't work out anyway. There you go. Uh, mini quick Judah story because we're 45 minutes into it and I've got the cleaners knocking on the door. Go away! Go away! I've been 15 <laughs> minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Blame Jathan. Blame Jathan. Okay. Uh, right, should we take some questions quickly? Let's do it. Throw them okay. at me. Here we go. Well, I've got to find them first. Let me have a look. I waited <laughs> you so long I've clicked off the questions, haven't I? It's typical. Uh, one second, here we go. Twitter, Nathan Judah. Uh, find that. Okay, find comments. Come on, don't do this to me. Okay, here we are, here we are. Okay, let's go, let's go. Leave very, very quickly, okay? You ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Uh, do you think Nuno's biggest challenge will be selling the summer's business to the fan base, says Poco? Selling the... Selling the summer's business to the fan base. So, so I you know, bringing the, that question. <laughs> bringing the players in and then saying what they're going to do, you know, this is this is a really big... Good summer. These are the transfers. We're delighted to get them. You know, winning them over with the signings that they're going to make. I think is what what you're saying. Winning the fans over. Does he yes. Mean? Yes. Um, I don't. I think fans will make their, their own mind up regardless, and I think the vast majority is still behind him. Um, there's obviously been mistakes this season, but I think um, you know you look at Nelson Semedo. Everyone was exceptionally excited about him. He had a little bit of an iffy start, and I think you know I thought he played well last night. I think he's mm-hmm. come on and, and definitely improved. So. Um, it's going to take time either way, regardless. Um, but the, the club needs a good summer, without a doubt. They need one or two good names through the door alongside some some industrious players who are yeah. going to add a bit of bite to that side. So the, the fans will make their own mind up regardless. I, I, it, it matters. It doesn't matter too much, I think, really what is said around them. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's going to, you know, there needs to be the talking done on the pitch. Yeah. Okay, quicker, quicker answers, please, uh, Liam. <laughs> uh, Jathan Nuda. Actually, it is Jathan Nuda. There's, there's actually a Twitter profile of Jathan Nuda, incredibly, which is uh, my bio upside down. So, so at least he's got, you know, he's, the, the guy's got a Twitter profile as well. He's all over the place. He says, is there going to be an end of season awards and who won the bingo last night? There is going to be an end of season awards, I, I think, but it's going to be very much um, just, just with the corporate, just, just the corporate, maybe a few people there. And uh, I think they'll put that, put the uh, the end of season award winners out on, on social media. There's not going to be a big shindig. And uh, I think it'd be very, very quiet. Um, but I, I think that will happen probably next next week or so, I think. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, John Harris uh, says, uh, rumours that Wolves... And Valencia had a meeting last month. Uh, there's there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of talk about graders, um, you know, and Valencia interested in uh, Mir and potentially keeping Catroni. It, it, it's going to be a merry-go-round. It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to go on for a while, isn't it? All these players and and I know a lot of people want to see Mir next season, saying could he be the third striker with Raúl and and Fabio? I I think it makes sense to cash in. That's probably realistically what they're going to do. Yeah, I think so. Um, but the, the good news for Wolves is there's, there is business to be done, isn't there? Mm. There's there's players um, to generate some cash and there is some movement they can be done to, to strengthen their position in the market. Mir and Catrone, I think, being the, probably the top two in, in, in that uh, in that regard. And we've got a few youngsters who've done well, Giles, Sanderson, whether they get an opportunity or whether they get moved on. It's it's all, um, it's all it gives Wolves options and that's that's important because... They are going to need to strengthen, are they? Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Brad says trying to work out exactly why the boring three-four-three setup was suddenly entertaining last night. Results aside, and I think Bolly and Kilmer need a bit of credit for being the anchors and allowing Cody and the entire midfield to do a little more expressive, be a little more expressive in that formation. Yeah, I you know I don't I don't hate the formation. I think I think the, the team is you know they obviously had a, a lot of um, success with it over the years. 
Uh, but right now, with the squad they've got, I don't think the squad suits it right now, um, particularly with the injuries. I think if you had Neto and Podence there, I think that's a different story. Um, without them two, you're playing you know, a number 10 out wide or you're pushing Fabio out wide. and um, Either way, someone's getting moved into a position that probably doesn't quite suit them. Uh, and that, and that, that's pretty much the, the, you know, the long and short of it. Um, the, the, the players right now don't really fit the system. Mm-hmm. Working hard or... Is that's what it literally says, working hard or... Assuming we don't score first against United, the only other team to fail to score in the first... to score first in 30 of 38 Premier League games was Derby in 07-08, aka the worst team in the history of the Premier League. My question is, what's up with that? <laughs> they well, I mean, you look at the difference in, in, in terms of the, the quality of the squads with that Derby side and this Wolves side. I mean, they are worlds apart, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but that tells its its own story. Uh, its own story, doesn't it? Wolves take too long to get going at times, um, and they haven't got the ruthlessness in front mm-hmm. of goal. They haven't got that ruthless streak that a player like Raúl gives you, a player like Pedro Neto gives you. But also in terms of the squad in general, uh, they it just needs adding to in the forward area. Yeah. yeah. Um, with without that, yeah, simple as that. Steve Brown, I was very pleased with Morgan's White yesterday and really disappointed to see him substituted. I am one hundred percent a Nuno man, but why is it some of his basic decisions appeared flawed in in, in set pieces and corners, which are infuriatingly black bad? Uh, we need a set piece coach so badly. I, mean, I don't know if I can talk about set pieces any longer. They're so annoying, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so annoying. Um, I, you know, just on the Nuno thing, I think, you know, I think he's realised where some of the errors lie in terms of the squad building with some of the comments he's made over the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, and I think he's probably equally as frustrated with how how it's gone. Um, I mean, injuries you can't foresee, obviously, but I think he's realised that the squad needs to be bigger than it is if they're going to fight on, you know, more than one front, which which a club like Wolves should be doing in the position they're in. So. Um, suspect those changes will be made in the summer. Great stuff. Um, Wolves first, do we really have to sell to buy? Uh, how can you make sure true progress is by selling your best players? Surely the last summer taught us this. Well, you're, you're, you're no more about this than me, Julie. You're the, you're the main man nowadays. What's that? Do they need to sell to buy? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. I think that... There you sell, go. Like I say, sell periphery, sell your mirrors. Exactly. And... Uh, and you know, look, Wolves are twelfth. Somehow, still twelfth in the table. Incredibly, they are still twelfth in the table, which kind of says a lot about the teams behind them, um, as much as it does again about Wolves. Look, if, if Wolves beat Man United, they will finish twelfth. That's um, considering they've had a stinker this year. Really, twelfth is actually, you know, I'm surprised that they, they will finish that high up. However, they could also finish fifteenth. If they get beat by United and other teams, you know, go ahead of them. I know Palace beating Liverpool is probably unlikely. So let's say 12th to 14th. That's the difference between five or six million quid. Now, five or six million quid, you know, might be just like, well, it's five or six million quid. It doesn't make a lot of difference. That could be the difference between a lot of people's wages next year and free transfers and getting people over the line. That could be a huge amount. So, you know... And we'll get onto it, you know, very, 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 very quickly. But, um, but you know, they've got that's an important game against Man United, and it's not a dead rubber by any means. And uh, I, don't, I think, you know, you talk about sell to buy. If they get twelve, then they might not need to sell to buy too many more. Um, it could be, could be very, very important. Some that that you know that six million pounds difference, massive difference. Um, Hundred percent. There's, there's money there, isn't there? A few others, but you know, I'd be. If they sell, you know, if Traore goes or Neves goes, oh, tell you what, I wouldn't want to be associated with Wolverhampton Wanderers doing some journalistic reporting, Liam Keane, uh, in the summer. It'll be toxic. Uh, look, I, I think I think that they'll keep the best players, and I think they'll 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 add. You know, we've talked about you know changing it around and getting a bigger squad, getting some more quality, and and there's plenty of there's plenty of players, not just signings and and big money signings. You don't need to just because you know you don't need to spend so much money. You know, there's going to be players on free transfers. There's players on loans. You can still get players who are going to make a real contribution next season. And they're going to have to be very shrewd wolves. There's not going to be loads and loads of money flying about. There's not going to be £150 million spent. But if you can keep these players and then you can add to it with quality, then I think that, you know, and you've got people like Jimenez coming back. You know, you're going to have Neto coming back, you know, October, November time, maybe. Um, I think... It could be a really good. It could be a really good season, but at the same time, if they don't get it right, oh, and they start badly, 
Yeah. Yeah, it could it's be. gonna be. It's gonna. It's, it's, it could go one or two ways, can't it? It really it, could. It really honestly, can. honestly, it, it really could. It's crucial, mate. It's crucial. Right, we'll go on to Man United. Um, look, first, of, first and foremost, most important thing is that some of the fans are back, and I know it's only four and a half thousand fans due to safety regulations, etc., which is frustrating for everyone involved. I believe they're going to be in three stands: the the North Bank, the South Bank, and um, the Steve Bull. So you know, we'll, it, it'll be great for some of them to see it. I think it's been over 14, nearly 15 months before since they've seen their team play. I'm almost certain Man United will be playing a reserve-ish side, although Solskjaer is kind of frustrated with the, the 1-1 draw against Fulham, so maybe the likes of Rashford, who was on the bench, might, might get a bit of a run out. But look, this is a team that will not want to get injured because they're going to have the Euros on, you know, thinking about the Euros, they're going to have, th- you know, thinking about the Europa League final. Uh, for me, Wolves have got to play the best side. You know, you saw Rui Patricia arrested last night uh, for, for John Ruddy, which is, you know, if John Ruddy doesn't, you know, doesn't sign a new deal or, you know, he moves on in the summer, then, you know, I think... He's he's had some really good moments as a as, as a backup for Wolves keeper. You can't knock him back up since Rui, since Rui come and, and obviously was really important when he was playing. So, you know, um, I think you've got to see Patricio back in there. But I think you go strong, mate. I think you've got to go strong and you've got to win this game. And United will be there for the taking if they you know they they play a second string. But at the same time, if Wolves play poorly, the United second string are very very useful. They can oh, get yeah. beat, so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to play well. But I wouldn't mess about and, and play a load of kids on the on the last day. I think people will be absolutely furious if he does. Hundred percent with the fans there as well. That makes all the difference, doesn't it? It makes mm-hmm. all the difference in terms of the squad or the team he chooses um, and what they have to do to go out there and give those fans a little bit of joy in what has been a pretty dismal average season. So um, go out there, first team as you say, Patricio come in. Uh, I mean, I'll probably. Depends on whether they went for with a five or four. Probably wouldn't change too much. Yeah, from the squad actually, the start at Everton. Um, I'd, I'd be tempted to maybe give the team an opportunity, and mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd, as I said, I'd start Patricio. But other than that, it would be and obviously depends if it was a a four, you know, drop a defender out or whatever they decide to go with. But um, can you can you explain that? Can you, I mean, you know, like so Neves, who's, Neves has played the last two, has he? Did he play Spurs? No, no, he didn't okay. start Spurs. No, okay. So, so, so you, you think Neves, but you know, Moutinho, would you bring for them? You know, say, who would you? I'd probably bring Dendonka and. Yeah, I mean, Dendonka's not been great, has it? But no, he hasn't. But you know, but I, I, I think be... he probably would. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and then yeah, as you as you rightly say, you look at United. You know, they they most likely are going to play or rest a few players at least. I'm not sure they'll make the ten changes mm-hmm. um, like they did against uh, against Leicester, but I think they'll make you know a, a decent amount. Yeah. Um, of, and as you say, if Wolves don't turn up, that team will turn them over, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Even if it's a second string United side, they will turn them over. But as Leicester showed with the ten changes that United made, they are they can be there for the taking at the same time. They, sure, um, they're going to have one eye on uh, the Europa League, the Euros, as you've already mentioned. Um, the Wolves players have to be buoyed by the fact that they've got fans there. And the Wolves fans will let them know. Uh, we'll let mm-hmm. them know whether it's going well or whether it's not. Absolutely, um, yeah. With, with, without a doubt. Um, four and a half thousands, you know, it's not as, as many as I think some some fans wanted, but it's going to be, in comparison to none, it's going to be make a huge difference. So they need to be heard, 100%. I will be there as well uh, to start the game. I'll be there a couple of hours early as well. So if you, if you do see me, come and say hello. It'd be great to see you. I've, I've, you know, I've missed, I've missed speaking to everyone. I'll be doing a few videos before the game uh, with some fans afterwards. So I, I will try and get around to all three stands. So if you do see me, um, you know, come and give, I'm, I'm, I don't care. Give me a hug. Give me a hug. I'll hug. I'm a hugger, mate. I'm a hugger. I don't mind that. I'll give you a hug as well on if I see you, Liam, you know, on Sunday at some point. Hopefully I will do. Um... Give me a prediction, please. It's Wolves. It's Manchester United. It's the last game of the season. Oh, that's, you know, it's actually genuinely really, really tough. I want to go one all. <laughs> okay. One one and finish what? 13th? Yeah. It, it's a tough one. I don't think I can go with a Wolves win because they're just not, they haven't shown enough in the last couple, the last couple games. So, yeah, I'll go one all. I think that, you know, that's being probably a little bit kind as well because United, if they, if they put enough out, they will, yeah, but I'll go, I'll go one all. Yeah. Uh, Luckily enough, uh, Jathan time travels. He's just come back and he's told me the score. And the actual score is Wolverhampton Wanderers 2, Manchester United 1. They go tunnel up, uh, United pull a late goal back, uh, Wolves finish 12th. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Get your money on it. If you don't, I tell you what, whatever you put on that, Wolves 2, Manchester United 1, if you don't win, I'll give you your money back. There you go. You heard it here first. Absolutely no brainer. 
So, so just do that. Just do that. I'm, right. I'm lumping on then. <laughs> it's 59 minutes and 40 seconds and I've got a clean outside. I better go, mate. Uh, thank you very much, Liam. Um, all the build-up to the big game against Manchester United will be online and we shall see you on Sunday. Uh, Man United, Wolves. Uh, Liam, thank you very much. I've enjoyed thank your company. You. Uh, thank you. Thank you for coming online. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed three points on Sunday. Uh, we will not have a show next week because uh, I'm going holiday um, for, to, to Portugal, actually. Uh, incredibly flying into Porto. So uh, scouting mission starts then. Uh, but the following week, we'll have a wrap-up show before we, before we break for the summer. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Got to go. From me, from Liam, have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.